If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We're back again talking all the strangest news stories. From around the world, we talk about the news the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I'm good, Connor. I'm really hoping that there's some weird news from America today. (laughs) (laughs) I will admit, this week was a lot less weird news from America. I think everybody was just rattled with stress. I think so. I think everyone is just... Everyone has bound together in a big ball of nerves, and if we relax at any point, we'll all explode. Yeah. I've, I've had a bit of a headache all day, and I'm, I'm Irish. Like, it doesn't bother me in any way. That's true, and I've been... Look, to, to be honest, I've, I've been living in a state of constant fear for so long <laughs> that I just think, well, this might as well happen. <laughs> what could happen that would make it worse? Yeah, what, what could make a difference at this point? <laughs> Um, So yeah, there's a whole host of other things going on all over the world, but we decided to bring you some weird news. Take your mind off that, because even though there's all this election shit and all these counting of votes and all these, you know, just general stresses in life, what we have, and there's a whole, you know, global bastard going on, let's not even think about it. Let's not even think. We have a few stories here of just people still doing weird shit. For the sake of doing weird shit. And 
We start off this week, Sean, we're somewhat with a vi- story I think you're going to really like. And I don't say this sarcastically because <laughs> we're, go- we're going back home. Back to the Emerald Isles what? this week we're starting off. No. Because this is a ghost story from Ireland. Fuck me up. Okay, here we go. <laughs> now, this is as low level as you would expect for the standard of ghost hunting. Normally we get something extravagant. Normally the ghost is doing something weird and cool. This time it's cork. And that means it's probably something less, but also just as cool in a weird way. Yeah, okay. So for mm. to set the scene, Cork, lovely county in the south of Ireland. Yeah. Uh, the people's capital, they call it. Should be the real <laughs> capital of Ireland, if you ask any Cork person. <laughs> Should be. And look, genu- genuinely lovely. Can't imagine anything spooky or horrifying going on there, Connor. Fresh video of ghost at service station in Cork leaves people <laughs> even more baffled. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Fresh video. So this has Fresh. happened before. <laughs> oh, this is a, a recurring ghost. Oh my god, he has a loyalty card for the Costa. <laughs> you picking up any petrol or diesel? No, I'm actually I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'm actually a ghost, man. <laughs> A new video of paranormal activity at a cork shop has left people even more confused than they were before. Last week, a CCTV clip emerged of unexplainable movements at Tullison Services Centre in Mayfield in Cork at night time. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. I'm freaked out. Currently I am, so I'm sorry if I'm a bit, I'm stuttering or maybe I'm a bit shaky in my words during this report, because this has creeped me out, Sean. Um, the footage even got a mention on the Late Late Show. <laughs> okay. And for anyone who doesn't know, what is the Late Late Show? The Late Late Show is a weird phenomenon in Ireland, because everyone agrees it's kind of a bit shit, but it's also like the most, I think it's the most broadly watched show on Irish television. Yeah. But also, a- I learned a fact. It's like, I think it's the longest running talk show in history. Uh, since 1964? That is a, How do you know that off the top of your head? It's either 1964 or 63. I can't remember which. Fucking, I'm doing a googs here. <laughs> yeah, late. If this is late. right, I'm going to look fantastic. Uh, late, late. Not the, don't, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Let's watch it. A live viewing. Uh, so, Friday night, since uh, yeah. Friday, 6th of July, 1962. Oh, shit. Damn. And it's actually the second longest running late night talk show after the American, so, The Tonight Show. So, we're both nearly smart when you think of it like that. I think people have known that for a very long time. <laughs> we're so close, but always just out of reach. From being intelligent. What's so, like this ghost? So, this ghost, what do you think it was doing, Sean? It's in the shop at night time. Is it up to divilment? Is it, is, it, is it causing mayhem of some kind? Well, just when you think it can't get more evil as a demon, it showed a packet of rice cakes mysteriously fly off the shelf and a fruit basket fall off the counter. Okay, I was going to say... The fruit basket's a little more impressive because rice cakes will fall if like a, a, a slight breeze goes past them. 
True. They're this made of true. air. What about the fruit basket, though, Sean? Only a ghost can push those. What kind of fruit? How big of a basket? Uh, it's a, it's full of uh, bananas. I don't no, know. Oh, the heaviest fruit. Uh, <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> Everyone knows. Well, the thing about a banana is, if it falls the right way, it'll just go right back up. Yeah, that's... <laughs> like a boomerang. You dro- but you don't want to be dropping them too many times, because that'll leave a slippy exit. You do not want them around the place. You go get manslaughter for a cartoon, that's correct. Yeah. This was despite the shop being closed and nobody being inside the store at the time. Thousands of people viewed the clip and could not get their heads around it. And now the shop has released more CCTV, which leads to more questions than answers, Sean. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. The new angle, there's a new angle, Sean, shows the fruit basket fly off the counter. But again, there doesn't appear to be any explanation to be found by watching it. I can only assume a ghost that hates some of its five a day. Maybe. I don't know. A number of people said that they could see a woman in this second video, but plenty disagreed as a bit of a debate ensued regarding what exactly was happening. I'm oh man. I'm watching I'm watching the video, right? Oh fuck. Oh look it is kinda of spooky. <laughs> Hang on there now. Okay, so at the moment of falling Are you on... watching the late late? <laughs> Hang on, I could win a Ford Fiesta here. <laughs> I just have to enter this very easily easily won quiz. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're looking at this, right? The the time on the clock is 20 to 1 in the morning, okay? Yeah. So, presumably, it's closed. That's ghost hours. That is ghost hours. Oh, I think she fucking moves and all. I th- Oh, hang on. Sh- wait, Sean, are you joining the side of y- yes? Are, are you not sceptical in this? I just... It's a very heavy-looking basket that just falls out of nowhere. Yeah. Now, inconveniently... Yeah. It's on the deli counter, right? So, right. So, bit of a slope there. So it would only take the slightest nudge to send it going. <laughs> right, okay. And so then, you're saying the ghost just has a hatred for oranges? I, I mean, maybe. It is oranges, by the way, in the basket. You'll be delighted to know. Yeah, um, yeah. It, no, it... it Okay, I'm always the sceptic on this show, but it, I can, f- fair play to him, it does look like there's a ghostly woman standing there. Well, Mr. O'Flynn, who owns the shop, Mr. Tom O'Flynn, said, I started Wednesday morning and saw biscuits on the ground, and he thought nothing of it. Then went around and standard saw a large... procedure. St- standard, you know how it is, the rats got it again, he said. But then he went around and saw a large fruit bowl on the ground. So we checked CCTV and it looks as though it was pushed off in a sort of Lion King Mufasa kind of move. Um, <laughs> I, I would have been very sceptical with things like this, but I looked at all angles and I'm at a loss with this. This was at 12.30 at night, and both incidents happened about 10 minutes apart. The bowl was full of bananas, oranges and apples, and I got pulled over and there was no one around. Jesus, when I saw it, my heart kind of pounded. 
<laughs> that's a very that is a great Irish old man phrase Jesus when I saw it my heart kind of pounded I All didn't right, know I want, what to I make I just want to clarify I don't think that man said Jesus I think he said Jesus oh he said Jesus absolutely uh, Jesus when I saw it my heart kind of pounded I didn't know what to make of it I looked at all angles and couldn't get my head around it the shop is situated between two funeral homes <laughs> which makes it even more spooky that's the most Irish thing in the world <laughs> can I raise a question that maybe I'll be the sceptic this time go ahead is this not really good publicity would you shop in a haunted petrol station yeah yeah I would because it's <laughs> <Oy>. cool <laughs> What if you somehow like get the curse of the ghost? No, the 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 ghost only hates fruits. I am a human. I'm free from curses. Oh, he's, he's fucking got me there, all right. <laughs> oh no, I'm part orange. <laughs> he's got me. What's? I, I'm more interested. I think in the logic of a service station between two funeral homes because yeah, when I'm in mourning. I'm, I'm not gasping for a sausage roll. Oh, I'd love a sausage roll right now. Here, no, Grandma, go away from me. I'd love a sausage roll now. <laughs> or, or what I'd specifically love is rice cakes and some fruit. Yeah, but how often have you been at a funeral and thought, oh, I, don't, I need to get a few loaves of bread for the lunch tomorrow? And thankfully, Connor, it's there. Been, Irish funerals, though, there's always a feed. Yeah. You have to save yourself up for that feed. <laughs> You're not getting a snack on the way. I would. Just for the short walk. <laughs> just tank yourself up. <laughs> oh, I've got a pain in me tummy. I've got a stitch. <laughs> I, I stocked up on wham bars. <laughs> wham bars. Of all the bars. <laughs> I'd be a fan of a wham bar myself. Oh, why was it double deckers? <laughs> oh no, I made a mistake, Sean. I'm not going to make it to the church. <laughs> At least there's a funeral home right beside you. <laughs> and like you have no involvement with the family, and you're like at the back going, "Oh lads, oh I'm not feeling good." Does anyone have any sympathy to show my way? Oh, lads. <laughs> <laughs> she had those tears going around. How about sending them over here? <laughs> we have all got troubles, lads. Oh boys. <laughs> Is the place, is the petrol station still open? The, the haunted oh, yeah. petrol station? Oh, I yeah. Mean, obviously. What, they wouldn't, they wouldn't get the guards involved with this? What are the guards going to do? I mean, the, by the way, the guards are the police in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're going to do an exorcism. Can you imagine the police in Ireland doing an exorcism? <laughs> do you know I can, which is the weirder thing? <laughs> I just think Cork is the perfect place. First of all, that ghost won't understand the word anyone's saying because that Cork accent is ludicrous. It's beautiful. It's a, it's be- it's a beautiful, beautiful... Connor, it's beautiful. It's a, oh, sorry, I don't want to turn Cork on us, lads. <laughs> lads, we love you, please. We all hate Dublin. Can we not all agree? It's in, Dub- in Dublin shit, lads. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so there's a ghost in an Irish shop and it's taking rice cakes off the counters and attacking fruit. What next, Sean? What more of their f- our five a day will it take out? Um, our five a chicken fillet roll, perhaps. Chick- a chicken roll of some kind. Oh. I can only assume that's next. Spicy chicken, 
lettuce, cheese, onion, and bread. It's, it's written in blood on the wall. Just butter and ketchup, please. <laughs> it's backwards, and then when you look in the glass, it's reversed. Chicken filler roll, oh no! Butter and ketchup, weird mix. There's just a Ouija board, and it's, would you like that cut in half? <laughs> so we have to move on Sean to our next piece of weird news now this is one of our cod artist specials we are going to India for this because cod artists summon genie and sell Aladdin's lamp to UP doctor for over $50,000 fuck me what yes wait so they went up to a doctor and said here buddy we've got a genie's lamp well, and he, hang on. They brainwashed okay. him. Sorry? They, well, <laughs> so, that's his story. So, two men have been arrested arrested in western Uttar Pradesh's Mirut after allegedly cheated a city doctor of 31 lakh, which I think is, which converts it to $50,000 by selling him an Aladdin's lamp. The magical artifact from the popular Middle Eastern folktale that brings forth a wish granting genie when it is rubbed. <laughs> oh, God, God, I didn't know what they were talking about until then. If anyone that. didn't figure out, it's filling in the gaps. Everyone, you know, you're not on, and also they have a word count. Let's remember that. Um, the con artist even managed to summon a genie from the lamp to convince their victim, according to the doctor who was cheated. Dr. L.A. Khan filed a complaint with local police last week, describing in detail how he had been swindled by the now-arrested men. According to the doctor, he first met them when he began treating a woman they described as their ailing mother. So he's there on business. Of course. Um, oh, the, oh, this isn't a social visit. Connor. No, he isn't there. He's, he's, there to, he's there to treat people. He's there to treat people and drink milk, and he's all out of milk. But I started visiting their home, he said, to treat the supposed mother. The visits continued for over a month. Gradually, they started telling me about a godman, whom they claimed also visited their home. They started brainwashing me and asked me to meet this man that they were telling me about, he said in his complaint. Okay, and he agreed to this. As a doctor, he said, yes, I'll meet him. (laughs) Does he have ailments? I can fix any ailment. I'm the best doctor. <laughs> the, the doctor said he then met the godman who seemed to perform such rituals. A Mr. Jafar, he was called. <laughs> Eventually, he had a lovely parrot. Eventually, this group told me they would sell me a lamp for 1.5 crore, which I don't know what that... Um, goes into converts to but I could only offer at $50,000 down payment lads I could only give you $50,000 straight out I, I hate to insult you with this offer now I know but it's all I if have so- on me but if someone's offering you a genie that can commit wishes Sean is $50,000 even a bit of a steal well surely if you paid 50000 you could just use one no fair enough one of your precious wishes but surely you could wish for such a sum of money that the remainder 1.5 whatever amount mm. would be would be nothing to you. So what you're saying is it's all upside. It's all, like you got you have at least three wishes to come up with the rest of the money. Or conversely, wish for unbreakable knees. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> That's the go-to, first of all. I wish to have unbreakable knees. <laughs> and then Alan's like, or no, the genie's like, what do you mean, like, world peace? No, no, no. Did I fucking stutter? I said, unbreakable knees. <laughs> I'll submit it in writing if I have to. <laughs> I'm going to join the UFC. <laughs> Watch me go. Um, so they told me this lamp would bring wealth, health and good fortune. They said, this is Aladdin's lamp, the doctor added. During one visit, he said, Aladdin actually made an appearance in front of me. Oh, no. I did not know who this person was at that time. I later realised one of the accused was dressing up as Aladdin. Sorry, it was the same dude he was talking to. Yes, one of them. (laughs) Is he like a good doctor? (laughs) I think he might be slightly blind. Maybe that's it. Was it at least like... A convincing Aladdin costume. It's Halloween at the minute, Sean. These costumes are going around the place. That's uh, that's true. <laughs> He's literally dressed like the cartoon Aladdin. I can only assume. So what other reference would you have for Aladdin? Uh, the 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 live action remake. The live action remake, which is a very similar costume. <laughs> did they, did they make a genie appear? Um, visuals from the police station where the complaint has been filed showed the two arrested men and a massive golden coloured lamp that had been seized by a cops. The doctor has also stated that the genie was said to appear several times, but they kept saying they couldn't properly get him out of the lamp on that given day. Right, oh, so they thought the genie would be too far. Like, look. <laughs> He's never, he's never gonna buy this. <laughs> no, they were sitting around going, "He's not gonna believe I'm Aladdin." <laughs> like, he the can't wars. be that dumb. <laughs> and then they just had all the blue face paint out, just ready to go. <laughs> and, and, and the other guys, the other guys, they're like, "Ah, no, go on, try it. Go on, dress up as Aladdin. Let's see what he says." <laughs> sure, we've come this far, and it's worked. <laughs> sure, he's thick as fucking shit. And it wasn't actually their ailing mother, is that correct? It's just a big bag of sand with a face drawn on it. He's been serving that for weeks. (laughs) Dressed up as Aladdin. He comes out and takes off his glasses. I'm sorry, it's very serious. (laughs) There's nothing I can do. She's made of sand. (laughs) Sadly, your mother has turned to sand. I apologise profusely. I've given her medicine to help her sleep. (laughs) <laughs> she needs plenty of fluids. <laughs> she might turn into glass, like a castle. <laughs> and even if she dies, lads, you get a good piece of a few glasses out of it, maybe a vase. Absolutely, you know what I mean? to her honor. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have found that the same men went to other homes in the city too. The police have said and cheated many families in the name of Aladdin. We have found this involvement of three people so far. Two have been arrested and a woman is on the road, which I can only assume is the mother. Whoa, she recovered very quickly. She did, yeah, she did. She was made of sand for a little bit, overcame it through just sheer force of will. Just willed herself to not be sand anymore. (laughs) That's... That's that's the thing. If only that guy in Spider-Man 3 had done the same, a lot of problems would have been solved, Sean. That movie certainly would have been. 
I'm yeah. not sure that this man is the best man to be doing like surgery on people and stuff. Yeah, I think if you get fooled into thinking that the fictional character Aladdin is there and that he has a genie in a lamp that you never get to see. Sorry, he actually said they even managed to summon a genie from the lamp to convince their victim. So they did summon the genie at least once. That I would pay money to see that. How much blue page are we talking? I'm gallons, surely. Gallons? And did they act like Robin Williams is my follow-up question. <laughs> did their face change into various cultural references? Is that what you're saying? From the 90s. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I imagine most of the budget went on the fog machine, first of all. <laughs> yeah, if you can't really see, you get away with it. They should have done it in the rain at night time, like all good CGI. Oh, behind a wall, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here! <laughs> they're just playing they're playing the tape of the Aladdin movie. <laughs> they just they run up to him one day at the hospital. They're just like, Doctor, come quick. We wished for Jurassic Park. <laughs> and then they bring him into the back garden and it's just the T-Rex from Jurassic Park. <laughs> we wished for Jurassic Park. And he's like, Why would you do that? Like, well, we only had one left, and both of our knees are unbreakable, so you know. <laughs> quick, quick, we wished our mab was made of sand! <laughs> In many ways, we could have done without you this whole time. <laughs> really? They said it was a waste of a wish. We said, no, she loves being sand! We said, Jeannie, you stop pretending to be Mikhail Gorbachev. And. <laughs> <laughs> she just loves the beach! We just wanted her to be the beach! Son of a beach, we said. <laughs> what do you think of this mad doctor? Do you think he might be the silliest man we've ever come across here? Look, he won't fall for it again, will he? I think he would. <laughs> it's just like, oh, surely no one would like to be twice. <laughs> They're hardly going to try it again. The next time has to be real. If I was him, like you can never show your face in work again, could you? Because... The, the slagging you'd get over believing a genie was real. Every time he goes into the staff quarters, there should be Aladdin playing in the background. Oh, like a whole new, yeah, a whole new world just on repeat. And, <laughs> he, like, he can, that man can never express a desire for anything again. Because if he ever says the words, I wish, in front of a co-worker. <laughs> I, if play I, Robin Williams. No, I would arrange for everyone to have smoke bombs. And just toss him down and just say, you rang? No, that's actually really safe in a hospital, yeah. Oh, during the surgery. Look, the patient will be in on it, don't worry. Oh, I really wish this patient will survive. I didn't want to do this, doctor. But you've... (laughs) You forced my hand. You forced my hand here a little bit. This patient's probably going to die due to smoke inhalation. I'm sorry. Of laughter. (laughs) Da-da-da! Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news and this is a horrible story Sean that I felt like it was interesting to cover because sometimes weird news isn't all funny and sometimes I do some weird news stories just to get a reaction out of you oh no yeah oh no okay New York City man falls through Bronx sinkhole into pit of rats oh no I yeah. mean look rats are class first of all they have a bad rep yeah they're cute little bundles of fur. 
into a pit of rats. Oh, a pit of anything. Like, there's no good pit, uh, is what I'd say there. Armpit? No, even falling into one of those, not great. Not great, Connor. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like I have a weird armpit fetish. (laughs) To each their own, you know? If you think rats are fast, that's fine. Um, they say the streets of New York aren't what they used to be. A Bronx man wound up in the hospital on Saturday after concrete collapsed beneath his feet, sending him tumbling into a decrepit basement where Sorry. he encountered. I somehow thought this was like out in the country, in like a no, field. No, no, this was in New York City. He was waiting for a bus. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> and fell through the ground into a rat pit. <laughs> Was someone trying to... Was someone laying a trap? <laughs> the Acme c- company had been after him. Yeah, because all I'm thinking of is, do you know the scene in... Is it Raiders of the Lost Ark where there's like the tunnel of rats? Oh, yeah. All I'm thinking of is that. Right, yeah. No, I, I could see where you're going for there, yeah. Because he was waiting, he was waiting at a bus stop in the Belmont neighbourhood, when video shows the ground giving out beneath him, sending him between 12 and 15 feet underground. Look, look, let's say I was morbidly curious and wanted to find this video. What would I have to Google, Connor? New York City man falls through Bronx sinkhole? City man fall... Just for myself, you know? Yeah, just to get a visual of this man falling 12 to 15 feet. Okay, there's a... there's a. Okay, here we go. Oh, here we go. This is a live reaction of Sean reacting to this man's nightmares. It's my nightmare as well. You would think the pavement would be... Fuck me, he's just gone. Holy shit, that's so quick. (laughs) The earth ate him. And it's on like a busy street as well. It could have been anyone. He was just standing on the sidewalk just... It was like a suction, his mother said. Yeah, it really is. It's like a magician's trick. (laughs) Where he would do this and then appear on the other side of the road waving. Uh, He appears in Australia, I can only assume. (laughs) Straight through the centre of the earth. Oh my god! Yeah, it's such. It's like if you look at it, they show they show the aftermath of the pavement, and it's like it's maybe three inches thick, and it's just a drop into darkness from there. It's just enough to take him. <laughs> yeah, just to suck that man down. Really, the question becomes: How unlucky do you have to be? Yeah, to be the one person that's ever had that happen to this mm. He's never going to walk anywhere again. <laughs> I don't think I would leave my house. And even dead, I wouldn't stand on the ground. He's going to play floor as lava for the rest of his life. Like, for a, for a good long while, you would be looking at every like little crack in the pavement and just going around it, wouldn't you? Mm. His name was Leonard Shoulders, by the way. And he was 33. Then it got worse... What, as his mother said, and this I think might be the most horrifying part of the whole story. His mother told the outlet her son was afraid to call for help. 
Why, Sean? Because he didn't want to open his mouth around the rush of rats below. Oh my God. Yeah, because if you open your mouth, one of them could run into said mouth. That's that's not great. And those aren't like clean pet rats. Those are dirty no. New York City disease He couldn't call rats. for help. So so he's still down there. They, they, they just they don't know. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. So, bystanders could see him, obviously, and they alerted authorities. Rescuers removed him from the pit about 30 minutes later. Oh, that's too long. That's too long. 30 minutes in a rat pit. In a rat pit. How do you recover? Did they, te- they presumably test him for every disease that they've found ever. They wouldn't even let him out even when they arrived. He had to say, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Only then <laughs> would they release him. on the side. <laughs> and the deck like, oh, you div, oh, look at him. Look at him fucking crying. How, like, imagine being this man and 2020 being the year that it is. <laughs> he was just like, oh, fucking course. Just like, look, everything else, at least you're, we're all in it together and all this stuff. Yeah. But this is just him. Only he has ever gone through this. Like, think about the odds of standing in the one spot in the whole world that the hole would be three inches wide, big enough to take you 15 feet down into a rat pit. And what's fucked up is that the rats probably broke his fall. Yeah, (laughs) they did. Ooh, nice and cushiony. And then they're like, oh, you just killed all my brothers. (laughs) And we're mutant rats. (laughs) He's Splinter and I'm Splanter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I wonder what happens to Splanter before the start of the series. (laughs) He he didn't make it. He was the one who got landed on. Oh, no. Well, look, he died a hero. That's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this man, I think, on level, on the scale of unluckiness, I think he might be one of the most crazy odds ever. To be in the one area of New York, which I is a lot of square feet, and fall into the one spot that is three inches wide, that you would collapse into a big pit of rats. There has to be more spots like that on the streets in New York, doesn't it? Uh, I would say all around. I would say there are probably like hundreds of thousands of them, but they're just never had enough pressure on them to go through, or they're about to fall through. Oh my god, what if we're reaching a time that, like, this, all the pavements in New York were built to last around this long and suddenly people just start disappearing through the floor? <laughs> <laughs> it turns into the movie Us. Oh, don't it? Oh, well, that would also be horrifying, but in a different kind great. of way. In a different uh, kind of way, but, like, we just fall into their sec- separate world underneath us, or maybe Demolition Man style. Demolition Man or Futurama, always a possibility. Good, that's a good one, yeah. So we're moving on to our next piece of news, and this is just a piece of mad luck that this man had very unluckiness, but this next story had serious luck, because I have whale sculpture catches crash Dutch metro train. I saw this and I knew it was going to be on weird news. A metro train, yeah, a a metro train... A metro train near the city of Rotterdam crashed through a barrier at the end of the tracks shortly before midnight on Sunday. But rather than plummeting 10 metres or 32 feet into the water below, the train was left suspended dramatically in the air. 
How it did this was it ended up being delicately balanced on the large sculpture of a whale's tail in the metro station that was positioned underneath it. That is... That's like the most... Whoever designed that sculpture is just like laughing right now, being like, I planned it the whole time and now the metro has to stay there forever as part of the sculpture. I might be wrong, but is a whale's tail, like the fins, are they called flukes? Don't do that to me. What? I think they're called flukes, and if they are, this story becomes even cooler. Look, there's a very easy way to find this out, Connor. But that cannot be true. Don't doubt me. I said 1963 and 62. They'll be called flikes. (laughs) A whale's tail is called its flukes. Oh my yes. god! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the two, the two, how fluky can you get? <laughs> is that an Irish phrase? <laughs> fluky. I think I think it might be. Uh, a fluke is like a, a stroke of luck, an absolute, like one in a million chance. Yeah. So um, this this uh, train became the ultimate fluke as it landed on two flukes. Um, we're trying. This is my favorite line by the by the guy who runs the official, the official who runs the station. And I think this sentence puts it all into context because there's a train balancing on a whale fin that's a statue, and it's just mid air. And he said, "We were trying to decide how we could bring the train down in a careful and controlled manner." And when you think about it, that's mental <laughs> how are they going to get a train off a fucking whale's fin what if right and look and tell me if this is a, yeah. a poor okay. idea Connor. this is probably going to be terrible but go on what if they like floor it and just try and overshoot the water <laughs> overshoot the water into what i'm sure there's some land somewhere on the other side eventually <laughs> If you keep going, you'll hit land. (laughs) Oh, you're thinking of a flying train. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Okay, have you seen the movie Unstoppable? Uh, I haven't, please. Fill us in. Well, Denzel Washington plays a train driver who's too old for the game. But then uh, a train starts going out of control. So he is the only one to volunteer to drive his own train backwards into this train that's out of control and then but he's too old for this shit he's too old for this shit but it's one last job it's one last job before he's out and he has to reverse into it and then go forward again ah so you would think he'd have to go forward straight away he actually has to keep reversing to maintain speed and then slowly break and then speed away Right. It's a very good so, film. <laughs> so, okay, um, just really quickly, how does that relate to a train hanging in midair? Because most of the train is still on the track, is the thing. Yeah. So you could just put the... <laughs> you kind of drag... You know the priceless, like, multi-million euro sculpture that's arguably more valuable now? Yes. Just drag the train along the top of that. Scrape it off. And then you're back on the tracks. <laughs> I can just imagine you in front of the, like, the board and they're just staring at you. <laughs> and, and you just put your arms out like, am I right or am I right? Am I making <laughs> sense here? <laughs> lads, how are you not picking up what I'm putting down here? 
What are you even thinking about? <laughs> I, just, I have a rectangle representing the train and I'm just drawing circles around it. <laughs> <laughs> we put a brick on the accelerator. Well, there's a good idea. No one even has to be in Denzel Washington's train. But how is he going to break slowly then? Oh, that doesn't apply here. He can just slowly reverse into it. This train are we is getting not Denzel in? Oh, we have to get Denzel in. He's the one <laughs> Hollywood actor who's ever been in a train-based movie. <laughs> He's going to be at home. Oh, you can get John Travolta. He was in The Taking of Pel- Pelton 123. That's I mean, very you could true, take, actually. You could take either of them. You could take Christopher Lloyd. He was in Back to the Future Part 3. I mean, really? <laughs> right, we're going to set up a subcommittee that goes through every train movie to find the right celebrity to possibly kill themselves in this dreaded scenario. Yeah, it, uh, okay, it, look, you've mocked my ideas long enough, Connor. Yeah. I w- <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, yes. Do you think they will make a Hollywood movie about this uh you know, transportation-based disaster. Like Sully. Uh, like Sully. Tom Hanks. Where is Tom? The Polar <laughs> Express. Oh, shit, Tom's eligible. Let's bring Tom in. No, Tom's too good. We can't throw Tom in. If anything happens to Tom, I won't be able to sleep. That, look, oh, yeah, let's... I wouldn't put Tom on this unstoppable train. Tom uh, could play the whale fin. He's that good an actor. I oh, think he, he could is, pull it off. He's a very talented actor. That's true. Yeah. He could be a yeah. statue. You could be a statue. Deck him out in makeup. It'll be like finest hour all over again. He's going to win an Oscar. He's easy for the Oscar. That was his finest hour when he was the <laughs> whale tail. He was good in Philadelphia. He was even better as the whale tail. He was even better in Rotterdam. (laughs) (laughs) Rotterdam. Um, Yeah, so this train is hanging in midair as we speak. They're trying to figure out a way to get the train off the whale fins. Nobody knows how. And we don't know what they're going to do, but we are going to keep you updated because it seems like a situation where sometimes situations just get out of hand. And I think this one has gone too far. Yeah, this is like um, a point when you're playing GTA and you've just fucked up so bad you have to start the game over again. (laughs) Yeah, when your car is stuck in like an unmovable area, you're like, fuck. (laughs) It's like that scene in Austin Powers where he's in... The really narrow hallway. <laughs> um, so, we're going to have to move on, even though Tom Hanks is now going to be playing a whale statue, um, to our next piece of weird news. And this is, please find burglar sleeping at crime scene next to half-eaten cheesecake. Did, did he rob the cheesecake? Well, I mean, is it technically robbing if you leave it there, but you eat a little bit of it? Uh, it's frowned upon. But mm. I, I'm going to need more information before I decide. Police who were called to a break-in at a bar and restaurant found a burglar asleep at the scene, next to a half-eaten cheesecake. Mark Cooper had to be roused by the arresting officers who arrived at the scene, just four minutes after they were alerted to the raid at the bar and kitchen in Sunderland. He was lying on the floor next to the half-eaten dessert as they arrived. 
Video oh. from a Northumbria's officer's body-worn camera showed him looking bewildered on Saturday morning and shouting, whoa, 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 to the police, one of whom who told him to wake up. And when Cooper appeared to ask what was happening, he was told, you broke into a bar, man. You can't do that. But this is four minutes after they were alerted to the raid. That's a that's quite the response time. Yeah. And... And the quite the turnaround time from eating cheesecake to asleep. Half a cheesecake in four minutes, by the way. It's no mean feat. Eat half a cheesecake, then fall asleep, then pretend to forget why you were there. Oh, I just had this weird dream where I was eating oh. my pillow. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the 41-year-old of Victoria Place in Sunderland was handcuffed and taken into custody and on Monday was jailed for 26 weeks after admitting to the burglary, which I think he would have been a fool not to. Look, depending on the flavour of cheesecake, I think they caught him red-handed. How, um, how many burglaries would you commit just to get some sweet, sweet cheesecake? Are you uh, you asking my process for committing crimes again, Connor? I am, yes. Just to, just to have a bit of, you know, uh, a collection of your favourite quotes that I can bring to the police if you ever go missing. Oh, th- thank you. There um, you go. <laughs> how many burglaries would I commit to get some sweet, sweet cheesecake? Um, I think I'd only... I think I, I'd, I'd, I'd go small scale and I'd rob, like... A book on how to make great cheesecake. Oh, uh, that's then good. better myself, and then pay back the bookstore that I stole it. Actually, what I do, I go to a library, take out a free yeah. membership, and then okay. f- for two weeks, I'd have a book on how to bake incredible cheesecakes. <laughs> I learned that. Bring a cake into the library to say thank you. Give back my book. I now have a successful business. <laughs> Why? Because you made one cheesecake. <laughs> It's a very good cheesecake. <laughs> and you gave it away for free. That's, yeah, but that's like, the first one's free. And then it'll come oh. back because of all the cocaine I put in the cheesecake. Ah, smart. See, I didn't realise what you were doing, but now that you've laid down the facts, I'm all in. I'm listening. This is Dragon's Den. <laughs> I am asking for €40,000. <laughs> for 40% of a cake. <laughs> I have 50% of the cake left, and my offer will reduce... Every minute. <laughs> and you're just standing in front of them eating the cheesecake. Very. <laughs> like, it's a lot of cocaine. <laughs> just like, every second you waste, I'm getting sweet, sweet, sweeter. <laughs> and then when I get to the end of it, frankly, I don't know how I'll leave or how I'll get home. And now you're out of cake, so you're like, I no longer have a business. Thank you for your time, Dragons. <laughs> and then I just start riffing business ideas. <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if there's a library but for cake? <laughs> what if we had Tom Hanks drive a train? Is anyone in? No. Anyone seen Sully? <laughs> <laughs> like that, but with a train. <laughs> he lands on he lands in the water on a train and it just lands. Don't ask questions. Sounds we wouldn't even need to like CGI anything. No, we just get Tom. Ta- he's the tail. Yeah. How are we not picking up on this? <laughs> Again, I have a picture of Tom Hanks on the whiteboard, furiously circling it. <laughs> just like and it's like it's like a stick man, and you've just written Tom Hanks. It looks the exact same as him. I don't understand what the problem is. 
<laughs> he gave him the fake legs he had in in, in Forrest Gump. And weirdly, the castaway appeared. What is going on? It's all. It's his best. It's his finest hour. <laughs> um, so what do you think of this man? He breaks in. He has four minutes to steal everything. He decides cheesecake. Eat half the cheesecake. Fall asleep. Then immediately get caught and pretend like I don't know why I'm here, man. I don't know what got me here. That argument will only get you so far. Um, six months in prison as well. I get that he did a burglary. Like that's not on, but. For it sounds like he's going to prison for eating some cheesecake. That is true. That is actually what he's got in for. There's going to be murders in there. Like, what are you in for, man? Cheese, cheese, man. Oh, is that some kind of new drug slang? <laughs> no, Paul Hollywood fucked me up, <laughs> dickhead. What a prick. <laughs> um, we're moving on to our next piece of weird news, and we are going to Florida, Sean. Now. My, we have two stories left, both Florida man and Florida woman. But the okay. first Florida man is a classic case of Florida man just buying something that definitely is a terrible idea, that he doesn't need, and from the minute it, you hear the idea, you will immediately realise, oh, I never would do that. Because I have Florida man wanting to experience new things, mauled by a leopard after paying for full contact experience with the big cat. Holy shit. Okay. Yes. Now look, we've all seen Tiger King by this point. Yes. But Leopard King, there's a market we've not had yet. (laughs) A Florida man paid for a full contact experience with a black leopard and ended up severely injured, according to reports. You're not surprised. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) The animal kept in a backyard zoo. In a backyard zoo in Davie, Florida, reportedly attacked the visitor the moment he entered the enclosure. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's a leopard in someone's backyard. <laughs> the customer, identified as Dwight Turner, who was 50, had paid... How much do you think he paid for this amazing experience? $4,000. $150. I did for, the thing again. <laughs> yeah. For a close-up encounter with the animal. To, I mean, in his own words... To, in his own words, play with it, rub its belly, and take some pictures. You could do that with a regular cat. Yeah, yeah. Not you, could a from, you could do that from a distance other than rub its belly. Yeah, like you can you can admire a leopard. I wouldn't do it for 150 quid in someone's back garden, but that's just, maybe I'm too bourgeoisie uh, yeah. for these leopard petters. He did so as a birthday present for himself and to reportedly show his girlfriend how tough he was. That's kind of sad, isn't it? <laughs> She didn't even buy a fur him. Yeah, he decided, oh, I want to go pet a leopard for my birthday. Yeah. Surely there's As a legitimate, like, sanctuary or something around him that he could have gone to. So, it's a very short story, but Turner entered the backyard enclosure. And what happened next was the leopard growled at him, then attacked him, according to the FWC report. The owner of the facility brought the victim into the leopard cage, said Steve Lander, the victim's attorney. About three seconds after entering the cage, the leopard proceeded to attack him, going for the jugular and took his head into its mouth. 
Oh my god. Yes. Ouch. Okay. Now, what no one had told this man is that this wasn't actually a zoo, but it was an elaborate King of the Rings scenario. <laughs> it was winter stays on. Winter stays on. The leopard is undefeated. <laughs> no, not many people have defeated the leopard. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> the animal tore his ear in half, officials said. Turner says he spent a few days in hospital and required surgery to recover from injuries sustained in the attack. Jeez. He is like, that's like, that's badly injured is what he what he got there. Yeah. Turner alleges that the entire visit was illegal. And so any safety waiver he might have signed is invalid. So he's suing the guy for paying for the experience. The owner of the... The, the sanctuary. Place. Sanctuary. We'll call, well, we'll call it that. The uh, backyard zoo. The, thank you. He's yeah. suing the guy that got mauled. He's, this, the, no, the guy who got mauled is suing the backyard zoo. Right. Okay. I see now. Because it's their fault. It's yeah, they made him get in that cage. Yeah, the property's occupant, Michael Poggy, which is a great weir- weird second name, describes himself on Facebook as an exotic animal breeder who owns a private animal sanctuary for rare, exotic, and endangered animals. Um, he has it says on his on his website he lists a black leopard leopard named Dasha as the resident carnivore, which is lovely. Yeah, bring your kids. Bring your wife. Bring your children. They eaten everybody out here. <laughs> and now, for, who do you think is having a worse uh, week? This guy who got mauled by a leopard, or the guy who fell through the floor in New York? This guy paid for his awfulness. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, the guy in the in the bus stop. He was just trying to catch a bus. Like, he's just unlucky. This man was... He had lived, I can only assume, 99% of his life outside of a leopard cage. And then decided... <laughs> then decided that his life would be improved by paying $150 to step inside a cage with a black leopard that had no other safety procedures around it. Now, I'm no expert, but I think that seems like poor laying out of a situation. I think that's a very fair way to put it, Connor. Mm, mm. How much would you pay to get in a cage with a leopard? I would pay 150 quid to not have to get into a cage with a leopard. <laughs> if he was if he was like getting the cage, I was like, I'll give you 200 quid not to get in there. All right, okay. Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> I wouldn't get in a cage with uh, a big animal, I don't think. I went to uh, a reptile zoo one time. And they wouldn't let us hold any of the, like, snakes or tarantulas or anything because it was feeding day. And I was like, oh, that Jesus. makes... Yeah, no, I was, like, eight at the time. And I was like, that makes sense. Thank you. Mm. And I yeah. didn't feel left out or anything like that. Because they would have eaten I, me. I would have much preferred not to be eaten in any situation. Any, any Look, <laughs> any zoo trip you can walk away from is a good one, in my opinion. I think if you live your life outside a cage of a leopard or a tiger or anything, and then suddenly you see the opportunity to step inside that cage, I think your life will be worse for having gotten in the cage rather than just saying, maybe I've lived a good one so far, I'll save it. 
Exactly. Like, you know, look at all the good things you've done not being in a leopard cage. <laughs> so Florida man, he doesn't listen to that kind of logic though, Sean. I may, look, and maybe that's why he lives life one quarter mile at a time. Whereas Absolutely. I'm living life one tenth of a mile at a time. Although he can't hear you anymore because he has no fucking ear. That's true. He got reservoir dogged. Yeah. Um, okay, we're finishing off weird news this week with Florida woman. As I have Florida woman Rob store after being denied a refund. Uh, so, look, I, I, I sometimes like to play the defender of like, yeah, stick it to big retail. But you yeah. can't just rob the place for yeah. not having a receipt. So a 34-year-old woman is now facing multiple charges after she robbed a store that denied her refund. Officers arrived and met with employees of the store who said a woman entered the store with a long metal object, pried open the registers and took the money before walking out of the store. So this is the story. So at first it seems a bit normal but there's a lot of mystery here. I'm going to need you to figure this out. According to the police report, one employee told the police that the woman, who was later identified as Diana Serity, came into the store with, with a mail and asked for a refund for a payment that she was not credited for. But the employee denied her the refund, citing their policy. The report does not state anything more about what kind of payment or refund she may or may not have been owed. <laughs> So, <laughs> extrapolating some information there, she might have made it up. She insisted that she needed a refund, but wouldn't say what exactly she had done to get one. Can I just... I, when I worked in retail, I had this exact customer in front of no me. No way! Yeah! What, she came in just looking for a refund? Yeah. And for I, what? I, for, it, it was like Christmas time, so we were super busy. Um... I can't even remember what it was now. But the different, like the amount she was asking for was like nine quid. And I was like, I can't give it to you without a, a receipt. And she was like, oh, I know, I just bought it. And I was like, where's the bag? And she was like, it's, I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just somewhere. So you know things go missing. God, I've lost it. I need a refund. Oh. I'm not very worried about finding it, but I am more worried about the refund. It, uh, yeah, like, so I totally, I'm, I'm very happy that she didn't get the refund. I'm sorry that she then pried open registers well, to get money. hang on, maybe not so far. So, so far she said, I want the refund. They said, for what? She said, don't ask silly questions. I want the <laughs> refund. Never you mind. She left shortly afterwards, yelling at other customers not to shop there, or they too would be robbed of a refund. The report then states that Serity came back again and spoke to another employee about a refund, stating that she needed the money for an electric scooter and stuff. But once again, she was not refunded, as she could not claim what she needed a refund for. She again would not state what the refund was for, and after doing that, she left again. Did we have a story last week about a man who had tried to buy a scooter by scanning a Kool-Aid packet? Yes, he did, yes. What what is Florida's sudden obsession with electric scooters? This woman just needed a refund for a scooter. Don't ask too many silly questions, Sean, okay? I just need (laughs) need a refund and I need it now. She went up with the scooter in her hand and she was like, I need a refund for exactly this amount. (laughs) 
<laughs> I want that. <laughs> Give me that. The report then states that Sarah came back again and spoke to another employee. Sorry, actually, when she came back the third time, employees watched as Sarah walked into the store. She's being calm. She's being chill. And began to browse the aisles. Okay. When she suddenly yeah. pulled a long crowbar-looking object out of her trousers, it might have been a crowbar, <laughs> and began to <laughs> began to ask where her money was loudly. Oh no! She stated she didn't want any issues. She just wanted her scooter money. <laughs> okay, I don't think I've had this exact customer. <laughs> That's when Serity walked behind the counter and began to pry open the first register, which contained no money. Then she pried open the second register, took the money that was inside, and then walked out before leaving in what employees described as a blue van. (laughs) It might have been a blue van. It might have been a blue van. I'm glad we've narrowed that down. So, I I don't know where to fall on this, because... The store did nothing wrong. She came in and said, I want a refund. And they said, for what? And she said, never you mind. (laughs) She said, shut up. (laughs) Why are you asking me so many questions? I'm just here for my money. And and then she comes back in. She's cool as a cucumber. She's casing the joint. But then... When she, when she walks up and down the aisles and doesn't see the refund that is owed to her. <laughs> on the ground. Where's my money? Just whips out the crowbar. Yeah. Which starts, implies that she was walking around with it in her trouser leg. You know, the tactical crowbar. The tactical crowbar. And then starts start shouting, where's my money? Prize open. All of the registers, I can only mm. assume. And then... Did she get away with anything at all? She took the money that was inside the second register, yes. Just the second one. How much Did they say how much that amounts to? No, they probably didn't, but it probably wouldn't be that much. I, I hope it's like... I hope like someone had just cashed out and it was like ones and two cents. <laughs> this isn't enough for a scooter. <laughs> this is silly. Or she wouldn't it be weirder if she took like an exact precise amount, like she knew what she was owed for a refund in her head? Yeah, she she knows, but like she can't say it. Like she can't get the words out. So it's like, oh, I need a refund. Don't ask me questions, but just trust me. I what need if she one. bought? What if she bought something really embarrassing and just didn't want to say what the refund was for? But she needed it for that scooter. But she didn't have the item. A piece of any receipt oh, or any story. It's 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 arse cream. And she used all the arse cream, Connor. Yeah. And once you use it, then you want to return it. It didn't work. She still has an arse, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know what arse cream does. It's like an eraser, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's it. You get rid of the booty. <laughs> <laughs> Just flat. <laughs> Um, so yeah Florida woman she I like the idea of you walking go give me a refund for what just did I did I what are you talking about why are you asking me questions I'm just telling you what I need yeah yeah I like that I like the confidence of it Um, one of these days it'll pay off for her without having to resort to Mr. Crowbar indeed Um, so Sean that is actually it for this week's Weird News Wednesday 
What a week of weird news. Not often we get Irish news peppered in. That was a nice surprising start to the week. Because nothing ever happens here. (laughs) Not these days. Not Uh, these days. And then we had the nice comforting return to the madness that is Florida at the end. So it was a nice little weird news sandwich that we had. I think so. Um, Would you like to take us out? I would indeed. So thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of Weird News Wednesdays. We hope you enjoyed it. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thank you goes out to all of our patrons over on Patreon. Uh, big thank you goes to Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Jamieson, Dominic and Josiah Green. I used to be able to do that in one breath and now I have to take one in the middle. So thanks everyone. Really thank, thank you, you for the support. One of these days I'll pass out when trying to read them. <laughs> <laughs> he has very poor lung strength. <laughs> It's like it's like a it's like a balloon animal kind of balloon. Yeah. That's what my lung is. <laughs> <laughs> we if you want to support us over on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash here's for higher podcasts. You get access to a movie review every month over there. Uh, and we're always we're looking to add more stuff in the future as soon as time allows and the world stops being on fire. Mm. Um But uh, the best way you can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. Just the one, please. And giving us a like and a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to is on. That really helps out a whole bunch. We're on all the social medias. They're all linked in the description. Or you can email us to hearsforhire underscore at outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think so too. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Meehan. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.